Place your bets. Brad the Big Noise, everyone's here, joined by the good son, Nathaniel Lundy. This is the Faith of the Noise podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. And look, the NFL season is in the books. Uh, I think I shaved about five, five and a half units off of my season total. It was still a glorious season for your boy, uh, but that game didn't exactly go as expected. However, I did cash in on the under and Tampa taking it straight up. So it saved some face in that regard. But it's time to switch gears, Lundy, because you know me this time every single year. I go from uh, Brad Evans, the NFL player props slut that I am, to now the bracketology bod that I have become uh, because this is just the natural annual ritual, this transition that I always go through here in February because we got our eyes on the prize in the NCAA tournament a little over a month away, believe it or not, to Selection Sunday. So a little early bonus time because we got to shake off the hangover of last night. And I just want to let people know, yes, I did survive the freak out that I was experiencing with the dudes wearing the jock straps on the head during the weekend's performance at halftime. I had popped a gummy uh, about 30 minutes prior to that performance. And when I saw that, I got a little panic stricken just a little bit when he was in the hallway with all the lights, the guys are bouncing off of him. Yeah, that uh, that haunted my nightmares. Yeah, that, sure that performance night. was definitely not geared towards anybody that was on any sort of substance because <laughs> that <laughs> thing was trippy. Oh, all of a sudden, all of a sudden, he's in like the funhouse hall of mirrors. <laughs> and oh, then yeah. when those dudes showed up, uh, I kind of like I blinked a few times, like kind of like, <laughs> am I seeing this right? Like, this is weird, dude. This is weird. Yeah, I was in a similar situation at a club in Vegas and instead of jockstrap dudes, it was clowns. And it was a very tight hallway, kind of like that. Oh yeah, I I had a panic attack. Uh, that was that was no bueno for me because I really hate clowns. So anyway, let's cleanse the palate here, Lundy, and talk about your Oregon State Beavers. Early bird is time here on the pod. They're going up to Boulder to face the Colorado Buffs, and I'm taking your beeves, baby. Slap those tails. Plus the twelve and a half. Uh, believe it or not, your Oregon State squad four one and one ATS. Uh, in their last six contests. Look, Colorado is the number one team in the Pac-12 offensively in terms of the efficiency standards that are out there. 1.115 points per possession scored, 52.8 effective field goal percentage offense. Those are both tops right now in Pac-12 play, but I think your beeves are going to rain some threes, and that is a weakness of this CU squad is getting out there, getting arms extended, hands up, and defending the three-point arc, and the beavers uh, on you know the year shooting you know well north of like 34 35 percent from downtown so if Lucas if Reichel if Kalu if Hunt if those guys can really make it rain in this game Lundy uh, I think they're going to cover the spread here lose this thing right around eight nine maybe ten points uh, and score again. the cover in the end hey man I've been tailing <laughs> your beeves and they've been good to me so have some faith brother all right, I'll have some faith with you as well. I do think they can keep it close, but you're right. Colorado offensively, every now and then, they just step on the gas, and they are yeah. gone. Uh, they they really do have a, a, a really potent offense, so this will be a fun one. And as you said, a little early. It's a 7 o'clock Eastern game, so something folks can jump on early. Yeah, because you're going to be chasing the Gonzaga-BYU game later. We're going to have a selection on that here in a moment. Look, have you ever wanted to give yourself better odds on a winning bet? Well, 
DraftKings Sportsbook is giving you a chance to do just that. All players who place a bet on Sunday night's NBA game between L.A. and Denver will have a hand in lowering the over-under on the game. That's right. For every 1,000 players who bet the over on Sunday night's game, the over-under will drop by one point. Every better who hammers the over in Sunday's Denver versus L.A. game helps to lower the game's over-under. The best part is that even as a line lowers, the odds remain at even money. That's right. You can double your money by hammering. da 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 the over. So here's what you got to do. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use that promo code FTN. Again, promo code FTN when you sign up to hammer the over on Sunday night's basketball game between Los Angeles and Denver. For every 1,000 people that bet the over in Sunday's game, the line will decrease by one point. Ah, that's right. This is your chance to improve the odds of the overhitting. So tell your friends and family this is a team effort. Hammer the over and improve your odds of doubling your money. That's promo code FTN for a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, uh, Michigan, or Virginia, and Colorado residents only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT, or in Virginia, call 888-532-3500. With that, let's get to Monday's Fade 5. All right, we got a lot of college basketball action. Going to work an NBA player prop of the Fade 5 today. Let's go to the Big Ten, and let's go up there where the polar vortex has got uh, its menacing grip on the upper Midwest. The Minnesota Golden Gophers going to pack some chill. Uh, at least that's what they're going to toss on the Nebraska Cornhuskers, Cornhuskers off uh, just their second game. Uh, since you know coming off that COVID pause, like the Gophers have lost five in the last six, Lundy, uh, including a 63 to 49 home L to Maryland. So this team is in a full out tailspin, but this is a get right kind of contest. Yeah, Minnesota's uh, shooting a putrid 29.5 percent from beyond the arc and 44.6 percent inside of it in Big Ten play. And they've gone under 1.00 points per possession, scored in six of their last seven contests. Uh, But Nebraska is dead last in the Big Ten in offensive efficiency and second to dead last in defensive efficiency within league action. You know, physical teams have really shoved Goldie around, but the Huskers, they're just not that kind of squad. So I think ultimately Minnesota, minus 10.5, laying that chalk. They're going to win this thing by 15-plus. And this is the palate cleanser this team sorely needs to stay in the at-large conversation. Fade or follow, Minnesota, A minus 10.5 against the visiting Cornhuskers. Oh, Brad, you had me at Cornhuskers because that (laughs) team is just not very good. Yeah, I think Minnesota can cover this. uh, And, in fact, I think this is good value for you. Minnesota 7-1 against the spread in their last eight home games. So this is a team that can take care of it despite how cold it would be outside. Uh, I was in the pool. Uh, Yeah, it would be really (laughs) cold uh, uh, to be at that game right now. I think it might be a good thing that they don't have fans uh, in attendance. So uh, let's back the Gophers to take care of it at home and sweep the Huskers out of the gym. Major shrinkage in Minnesota outside the barn, but Goldie should make you some gold bars against Nebraska. 
All right, let's move on to another matchup here in the college basketball slate. Another one in the Big Ten. Ohio State uh, traveling to College Park, Maryland to take on the Terps. And the Buckeyes, who my first edition of the bracket big board is out right now. You can access it at ftmbets.com. It's absolutely free, updating every single day. Ohio State, the last number one seed on my initial run, Lundy. And they have been piling up the marquee victories, eight wins against Quadrant One competition so far this season. Uh, and, you know, this is going to be a tough matchup, but I'm going to lay the chalk with the visiting Bucks here, minus four. Look, uh, the Terps have some marquee wins of their own this year at Wisconsin, at Illinois, at Minnesota, beat Purdue. They're inside the Verizon Center. Uh, but really attacking the arc is going to be critical in this game. Ohio State shoots uh, of the three ball on 42.7% of the time, netting 34.9% of those opportunities. Um, you look at Maryland, meanwhile, number 10 in the Big Ten and three-point percentage D. So a guy like Dwayne Washington could go off in this game. Uh, Maryland also jacks a ton of threes, actually the most in Big Ten play, but Ohio State clamps down along the perimeter, giving up just 31.2%. I, I think as well, too, OSU has got a major advantage in the post. I think they're going to punish the paint with Liddell, Suing, and Young. Maryland number eight in two-point percentage D. So that inside-outside game should be humming for Brutus Buckeye, and I think they're going to win this thing by five-plus going away in what should be a hotly contested battle from start to finish. So, fade or follow the Ohio State minus four on the road against the Terps. Always a good time of year when the big board makes its appearance. Make yes, sure you sir. check it out, ftnbets.com. It's posted up there for free. Uh, and for those that don't know, Brad, one of the most accurate bracketologists over the last, uh, what, 10-plus years? Uh, I think uh, you're missing cover- some zeros. <laughs> Brad's point being folks if you're new to the game here Brad's really good at it so go check out the bracket yes I'm going to follow on this Ohio State has covered against the spread six out of the last eight games that they have played I think this spread is too low I'm with you I think it's probably a five-point victory very exciting game I think this could be the bet sweats uh, later oh. this evening but I think that ultimately Ohio State does pull it off and covers against the Terps. Uh, Butt sweats, bet sweats. uh, Yeah, we're going to be rather damp. Uh, Hopefully score the W there in College Park. All right, let's move on to monkeyknifefight.com. Monkey Knife Fight player prop of the day in the NBA. Presented by, you guessed it, monkeyknifefight.com. Go there right now. It's a DFS game unlike any other. It's you against the house of on your favorite player props. It's just more or less over or under. Stream together in packs of two all the way up to six. The more you hit on the over or the under, the more or less. The more cash you stuff in your pockets at monkeyknifefight.com. And use that promo code FTN. Again, promo code. FTN, and when you sign up as a new user, you get a free $5 game on the house. Have an NKF in good time at monkeynightfight.com. And uh, let's talk about a member of the Memphis Grizz uh, who is going to post some rather bearish numbers. It's pretty rare that I take the under, Lundy, but that is the direction I'm going to go with Ja Morant on his points total, 19.5 against the Toronto Raptors. Like, if you look at Morant, the trend has been under, under, and under again. Uh, he has hit the under uh, on this point total in eight straight games over his last four contests. He's shooting just 37.5% from the floor. He's only jacked up 12 field goal attempts per game, and he's 3 of 12 
from three over that four-game stretch. So uh, ice cold is one, Mr. Morant. And you look at the Raptors, you know they're one of the better defensive teams in the NBA, number 11, and adjusted defensive efficiency, giving up just 1.075 points per possession. And using the advanced DVP tool available at ftndaily.com, this is the eighth worst matchup for a scorer. So uh, pull it all together. John Morant, uh, he may not escape 15, 16 points in this game, Lundy. So I'm a hard, firm, hammering the under on the 19 and a half points against the Raptors. Fade or follow? I will follow. This is a uh, script switch here for us. Usually when we're playing around, you know, the PRAs, all that, we're looking at the overs, but yep. this time the under jumps out. Here's what's funny. You talked about the the stretch that he's been on and how long it's been since he's beaten this number. You look at his season total, he's averaging 18.6 points a game, but that's because in the first game of the year, he scored 44 against the yeah. Spurs. Yeah. And then he hasn't done really squat since. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, he, he is not finding the bottom of the bucket to the extent that I'm sure the Grizz would like to see uh, happen. He does need to get right. He's not making his threes. There's a lot of issues that are going on with him shooting-wise, and for that sake, I just don't see him getting to 20, not when he hasn't done it since all the way back at the day after Christmas. Uh, So, yeah, we're going to follow on this and take the under in a tough matchup for the Grizz. Yeah, I think Ja Rule may have better odds than Ja Morant of reaching 20 points (laughs) against the Raptors. All right, let's move on and back to the college basketball world. And, and Lundy, look, if you got to plead the uh, one, two, three, four, fizzeth on this one, I get it because your wife is a diehard Kansas fan. It's been a rough year for her, but I'm fading the Jayhawks, man. I'm going to take Oklahoma State plus five and a half on the road in Lawrence. Uh, look, it's an unusual feeling right now. Uh, for Kansas, looking up in the Big 12 standings uh, right now in February. You know, it's a team that dominated. It had, like, what, 13, 14 consecutive Big 12 titles. And right now they're a middling squad at 6-5 and five in the conference. Uh, and uh, that's largely to blame the two-way mediocrity that this team has exhibited. Number six in offensive efficiency in Big 12 play. Number five in defensive efficiency. Now, Kansas is number one in two-point percentage D. And Oklahoma State, 56% of their points come inside the arc. But I think the difference in this game is going to be Kate Cunningham, Walker, and Williams, and their rain-making ability from outside. Cunningham shooting 41.3% from downtown on the year. Walker, 37.1%. And Williams at 33.9%. Because you look at Kansas, uh, they have not done a, a, a good job of extending and stretching its defense to the perimeter, giving up 38.2% along the arc and big 12 play and Oklahoma State one of the stiffest defenses in the league number one an effective field goal percentage defense again inside big 12 play so pull it all together Uh, I think it's too many points give me the boys pew 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 keeping this thing close against KU plus the five and a half eight or follow I plead the fifth no (laughs) I I I figured you had to I'll, uh, you know, look, I, I'm going to follow you on this one I, as much as it uh, probably endangers my own uh, personal well-being at home. Uh, but you're right. This is just a different KU squad than what we're used to. How many times, Brad, historically, do we talk about teams in the Big 12 having a chance to sw- sw- sweep the Jayhawks yeah, on the crazy. season? And that's what the Cowboys have the opportunity to do uh, if they can get it done at Allen Fieldhouse in Lawrence late tonight. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, unfortunately, I think Oklahoma State can keep this close, even if the Jayhawks do pull off the win. And Brad saw the stat over the weekend. If the Jayhawks were to fall out of the top 25, it would be the first time 
since 1961 that Duke, North Carolina, Kentucky, and Kansas are all on the outside looking in. Oh, it's been a brutal year for the Blue Bloods. Oh, boo-hoo. All right, last and certainly not least, uh, it's really the marquee matchup of Monday night. I think this is going to be must-see TV, folks. Could Gonzaga lose its first game of the season? It's uh, definitely on the table against the BYU Cougars. I'm not going to focus on the spread, which is at minus 11 at tape time. I think that's a good line, but I do like the over on 155 and a half. Now, you know, the, the first game was an 86-69 final in Spokane with the Zags taking that game. Uh, so right there at this total, Lundy, that was back on January 7th. BYU committed 16 turnovers. Uh, they were wretched from outside, and Corey Kisper just lit up the scoreboard for the Zags, netting 23 points. Now the Zags, they relish a fast tempo. They are number seven in the country in just a tempo. BYU, uncharacteristically from previous iterations, number two await in adjusted tempo. Usually that's a team that loves to fly up and down the floor, but certainly not the case this season. The Zags is, uh, is very well documented. Uh, one of the best offensive teams in the country. They're number one in points per possession scored in WCC play at 1.207. Number one in two-point percentage because Drew Timmy, all he does is drop it into the cup early and often, shooting 63.5%. Uh, also, the Zags, number one in WCC play and points per possession allowed, giving up just 0 0.8 879 in that category. BYU, no slouches offensively. Harms and Howard are going to have to play the game of their lives inside to try to neutralize Timmy and company there in the post. But it's really Barcelo and Averett. Uh, you know, Barcelo is shooting 47.8%, which is absurd. He's been unconscious from outside. Averett, 36.7%. If those guys are hitting their trays, and the Zags go out there and, you know, do their usual in terms of, you know, putting up anywhere between 85 and 95 points in this game. I think the over is going to hit. And I think this game is going to come down to the bitter end. I truly believe it, especially if the Gonzaga version that we saw that last took the floor in Stockton against Pacific and just kind of slept walk through that game. Uh, if they arrive there inside the Marriott Center, they could get snake bit in the end. So fade or follow my over 155.5 points, Zags, Cougs. Man, I really want to alt-line this down just a couple of points, man, because you talk about 156. Obviously, the total when they played back in January, 155. So it was right yeah, on right this there. number. Uh, so there is part of me that wants to shrink this down a little bit. I'll follow you because I do expect it to be a back-and-forth kind of pace. Uh, and look, if BYU can minimize those turnovers, you talked about the fact that they had 16 on that game on the 7th uh, of January. If they can bring that total down just a notch, like I think Gonzaga is going to get in there, pick their pocket a couple of times but if they can somehow bring that turnover total down to yep. let's say 11 or 12 just a little bit off that mark this is going to be a really exciting game uh and like you said a late night one on a big monday on espn uh this is going to be a fun game to watch don't think gonzagas slips and picks up their first loss, but BYU is coming for them. Oh, it's going to be a barn burner there in Provo, and that is a wrap on this edition of the Fade the Noise podcast. Please follow Lundy on Twitter at Nate Lundy. Uh, check me out at Noisy Wavos. Good luck to your wife, by the way. I got a feeling she's going to say, screw or go to the hot tub. I can't watch this game anymore. Of um, course she is. I, I know that. That's you know, Again, that is rubber stamp. It is bound to happen. Uh, give us a rating and a review if you enjoy this broadcast. So check out FTNFantasy.com. 
FTNDaily.com, FTNBets.com, FTNDaily.com for all of your fantasy sports and sports betting content needs. Use that promo code Evans, E-V-A-N-S, to score 10% off your subscription today. And as always, feed or follow. That is up to you.